something. Work in progress for me. <laughs> All right, we'll get right into it then. Um, hi everyone, welcome back to episode number six of Mud Talks Real Estate, and today we're talking title companies. So before we dive into anything, please tell me a little bit about yourselves. Well, I'll start. <laughs> hi everyone, I'm Amy Jones with Liberty Title. Um, started Liberty Title uh, 20 years ago now. Oh wow! And I didn't think I was that old. Not what you're talking about. <laughs> right. well, yesterday. It must be yeah. the expensive foundation, right? <laughs> um, anyways, um, started the company to give people an option um, for closings anytime, any place, no extra charge. That's kind of our motto and the way we do things. So um, the typical person that works nine to five, they can't make it into the office before five mm -hmm. or we'll roll out to their house at six, seven, eight o'clock. Sometimes nine o'clock at night. You know, oh whatever. wow! Okay. <laughs> whatever works for the customer. Okay. So you guys, I, I didn't. So you guys do after hours close. You guys do, we and sure you and do. it doesn't have to be at the location at the office. It you, does not have to be at the location. Okay. No. If you wanted to be here at your office, we could do it here at your office. Oh, nice. You got options. Yeah. So twenty. It's nice to have options. Tw so twenty years ago, it was started. It started exactly twenty years oh, ago. Oh goodness. Okay. And January twenty eighth was our uh, anniversary. Oh, okay. Congratulations. That's Thank a long you. time. Two decades in the game. Right? I was in fifth grade then, too. How long have you been doing this? Title side, working for Amy, uh, it'll be, it was just four and a half, or four years in September, so it'll be five years coming up this September. Okay. Um, as far as in the industry, I started out in the uh, finance business in, in, do I have to say the year? Yes. Yeah, 1980. Yeah. Um, I was born in 86, yeah, just for reference, guys. That's right. exactly. <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. Um, but I actually went, into the, I was yeah. actually went into the mortgage industry, literally strictly mortgages in 1985, and mm -hmm. had various roles, uh, one of which was in the business development side, which is one of the reasons how I ended up working for Amy. Uh, when she first started the business prior to owning her title company, I, uh, she had worked for one of my clients. I was a wholesale rep. So the business development side, which is what I basically my role is here at Liberty. Oh. So um, it all worked hand in hand. But um, yeah, so 1985 is strictly the mortgages and been in it ever since. So you've been in or around the game since the 80s? I have. Okay. Yeah. All sure right. That's a that's a, a good run. You're just a long time in the game. You know your stuff. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a genius. Again, I started I was when <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> Love it. So uh, let me ask you this. What, what made you... So... Was the whole reasoning behind starting the company was to give people an option outside of the regular nine to five? Yeah, I just kind of noticed that our competitors um, didn't really offer that service. And I thought, well, I mean, the average person works nine to five. How are they, no. you know, they're either taking time off of work or coming into their lunch and they're rushed and stressed. And, you know, it, it really has worked out well. Um, we've done a lot of closings for like, let's say, doctors who can't leave for very long so we'll just go straight to the hospital or wherever they work and oh, nice. close them up there that's very convenient yeah okay how was it getting it started like at which and oh, where's your God. background to get this yeah. company so I started was working for a title agency um i'm from the cleveland area so they were based out of cleveland and they were starting a toledo office so i was in charge of hiring firing training and doing all that okay. and kind of just working day in, day out. Sometimes I wouldn't get home until 10 o'clock at night. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to put these kind of 
hours in. I should be doing this for myself. Yeah. Um, and especially with, I was, you know, running and operating the Toledo market that they were opening. Um, so all the business that was brought in to that prior title company was brought in by me. You know, I was the salesperson. So you were already putting business. in the groundwork. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was just kind of a no-brainer for me. I just think I was young enough, dumb enough. I was 26 years old. Ooh, okay. And I thought, I could do this, yeah. you know? Ready to conquer the world. Now that I'm 46, yeah. I'm like, whoa, the 46-year-old me is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good thing you did, though. Yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes that courage is worth more than anything, because if not, then you're too right. timid to get into it and look 20 years now. And I'm always yeah. like, is it courage? or stupidity yeah. i don't know a little, a little mix yeah a little mix <laughs> is always nice yeah it gets you far for sure <laughs> um okay and then what what does your job entail like what does a title company do so we are the disinterested third party that um performs a title search on the home finds out what liens are on the house um we also do commercials so what liens are on building um, and then we put together what's called a title commitment, and it tells everybody that we're doing business with, the realtor, the mortgage company, um, buyers and sellers, like, hey, here's what we found out. Okay. So there could be a lien on your property for anything. Most people don't know, you know, if you don't pay your credit card, your credit card company could put a lien on your house. If you don't pay a contractor, let's say, that remodels your bathroom, your kitchen, puts a new roof on your home, there could be a lien on there. You don't pay your child support, there could be a lien from child support. Mm. You don't pay your property taxes, that those will definitely become a lien. IRS liens are huge. We see a lot of those. State of Ohio judgments. Um, a, a seriously, a lien for almost anything that you would do financially that you don't pay. Okay. can be on there. So when we're doing our title search and our due diligence, we're putting together that report. We're emailing it out to our customers like, this is what we found. Um, one of the biggest things and training classes that I do is how to read a title commitment because we find so many people don't read them. Mm -hmm. Like we're emailing these out before closing, well before closing. You know, we, we get our title search together in, in you know, a day to two days. So we're sending it out immediately and your closing might happen, not happen for 30 to 45 days. Mm -hmm. Well, customer will call us up and say, hey, we want to schedule this for closing. And we're like, well, what are we doing about, you know, state of Ohio lien, IRS tax lien? We got, you know, we, we have to make sure that there's enough money and everything is paid. Well, I didn't know that those liens were on there. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's kind of like the terms and conditions <laughs> that you just, you just scroll through and you're yeah. like, except now what, now yeah, what's next? I think they just yeah. get it and they're like, check, we've got title work, yeah. but they don't actually read it. So, so here's a question. What does... Not you, of course. What, I know you do. No, you know me. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what can a lien... And so we, we talk about these things so often that we kind of lose focus that some people don't know yeah. exactly what these things do. So what's the big deal if there is a lien on the house? What exactly does that cause? So what happens is that, that seller has liens on the property. Um, let's say they're selling the home for $150,000. Well, if their liens are more, you know, let's say their mortgage payoff is $90,000. Mm -hmm. And they've got, you know, 50-some thousand dollars in liens there might not be enough room that that seller could have to bring money to the table in order to sell that home. Gotcha. If they have too many liens on the property. So does the lien have to be paid off in order for that closing to occur? It absolutely does. Yes, because we're guaranteeing free and clear, you know, that there's no liens on the property when that new buyer steps in and owns the home. Okay. You know, so 
So what happens if somebody, um, let's say, tried to sell their home and they were unaware that there are liens on there? That does happen. It, it, yeah. you know, sometimes bit, they're hearing yeah. from us, you know, that you've got this lien and they're like, I, I never even knew I had that lien. I always think to myself, there's no way because they're getting mail, you know, yeah. they're getting hounded by phone calls yeah. of you owe this bill, but it, it does happen. Sometimes people aren't aware that that, so if that lien's on there and just to use super round numbers, let's say you have a $100,000 house mm -hmm. and there is a $50,000 lien on the house. If I go to sell that house for $100,000 and I'm thinking that's all coming to me. Right. You're getting that profit. You're getting, a, I'm getting $100,000. That can't happen unless that lien is paid off of $50,000. That's right. That's correct. And it, it cannot switch over into anybody else's name without that being without paid. Without that being paid. Yes. Okay. I mean, we have lost deals for that reason. And the person didn't end up selling their house because yeah. there just wasn't enough money and they didn't have enough money to bring to closing. Mm-hmm. To pay them. That's why we strongly recommend for agents, especially new ones, learning when if you're going to list a home, is in your interview process, you're going to ask, is there any potential that you may know of? Some may say, yes, I have this problem. Yeah. I'm worried about it. And that's when you'll reach out to us and maybe do an uh, early, early search on it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pre-start, we call it. Um, and then there's others that just don't remember or something happened several years ago and they forget all about it. And you know, sewer lines were put in, and they forgot that that's been now put on to their home. Okay. Things like that. So Right. So that that what he's describing would be an easement to the property. Mm -hmm. So that follows with the title okay. work. We have to disclose okay. that, you know, somebody has a right-of-way easement to the property. Okay. And so um, does it have to be the seller that pays that lien? Is it – or let's say we have a buyer who eagerly wants that property. Is oh, there any way – that the buyer can facilitate with the payment of that lien. As Technic long as the buyer wants to pay, you know, that is a great question. Yeah. Cause I've never had that circumstance happen. Like nobody's ever said, well, I'll pay. <laughs> yeah. I don't no, think so. I've never either. I've, but, I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I assume as long as it gets paid. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. Having a, it an just has to be up. free and clear title. So. Okay. And then that whole transaction would happen during the closing, right? So um, right. the lien would be paid. Everything gets done at that closing table. Right. Um, whoever is holding that lien would get paid. Seller would get paid paid or break even or whatever the case is with the seller right. and the buyer would bring the funds and everything would be done as one transaction during that's the closing. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Would be done and that's on our closing job day. to follow up getting those paid. Are, yeah. are, are how are, how, how are liens recorded on a, on a house? Like how do, let's say I had some work done on my house and I did the windows and I didn't pay the contractor. Mm -hmm. That's between me and the contractor. How would anybody else find out that it, I owe this contractor or the house owes this contractor money. I assure you <laughs> that the contractor will go down to the courthouse and file a lien. Not hard to do. Yeah, it's, it's very easy, anybody could file easy a lien. Easy process. Really? Yep. You just okay. you go down to the recorder's office in that county. So we're in Lucas County. So in, in Lucas County it's one government center downtown. Recorder's office is on the seventh floor. They just take their self up that elevator to the seventh floor and file that lien. Very okay. Easy. Very easy. All right. And so and then that's th that lien is put in place so that if somebody did do the work on the home and they were not paid, which is unfair, uh, for them having completed that work. Right. Just so that whenever the sale of the house were to occur, since he put in those windows and he did the work so that he's getting paid for the work that he did. That's right. basically that's exactly the right. 
right. the point of the lien in that case, right? And they exactly. know they're not going to get paid immediately, but yeah. at some point in time, that if, you know homeowner is going to want to do something with their home, whether it's a refinance, because a refinance we would have to pay that off too. So okay. let's say he, you know, that homeowner down the line wanted to do a refinance. Well, we're going to do a title search for a refinance, and we're going to see, oh. He didn't pay for those windows. Oh, <laughs> so you guys do it for refinancing too. Yeah, for oh, refinancing too. Well, because the lender is putting a lien on the home. And wants to want be in first lien position. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So lien position is um, date of filing. So let's say that contractor for the windows went and filed that lien today. Mm -hmm. And then the homeowner wants to refinance his home next week. Mm -hmm. We will do the title search and see, oh, he owes money to Window World. Um, that's first lien position and no bank's going to lend unless that's paid off in full because they want to be in first lien position, which means they have the first right to foreclose on that home and get their money. Gotcha. If the, you know, if the buyer doesn't. Okay. So it goes in order by that, pay. by that day. With the exception of federal or state, if they're, they're going, they'll true. go first. Okay. The IRS is always number oh, they, one. They always go it first. It don't matter Absolutely. how far behind they are and the others, they go first. They go That's first. so true. My mom always okay. said the only two things you have to do in life is die and pay taxes. <laughs> yep. That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's a question for you. What if, um, let's say somebody were to get that kind of work done and immediately, before they even had time to file down, they the owners went to sell the house you guys would not be able to pull up a lien because it's not in the system yet, mm -hmm. right? Right. So then this new person purchases the house free and clear. When they go to sell the house, is that going to be a lien that is now their responsibility to pay? So one of the forms we have signed, mm -hmm. and I know you've been to a few of our closings, and I'm pretty sure most all title companies, but speaking from ours, is an owner's affidavit. And the owner's affidavit states on there, there's different examples, that you know of no other liens or potential liens at this time. Okay. And it's an affidavit. And they're sta stating that. And usually we will give reference to, for example, mm -hmm. uh, you've had work done on by a contractor uh, that you haven't paid them yet. So hopefully it triggers. Mm -hmm. um, and if they say, no, there's no potential liens, and they sign that affidavit, we find out that that's turned up later. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to exercise that form. Okay. And go back to that seller. Good. So that uh, an example of that is we had, uh, if you remember, a couple of years ago, it was uh, it was a gentleman that sold a home, uh, and there was it was the sewer, the easements that came in, and they attached to the piping. Okay, and that was done oh six eight months prior to mm -hmm. all this sale. No bill yet. It hadn't been applied, but in fact, it was there, and he signed a form stating that was his responsibility. We find out after that it finally after the sale that it was attached, and we had to, we then exercised that form, and he had no issue with it. He had to pay that. Right, off. he knew it was his. And yeah, he said he I apologize. Which I mean, it's yeah, a, it happens. It, it, sure. And it, I'm sure. I'm sure you could forget. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, so but it would go back. So it wouldn't fall just solely on the new owners who had no idea about this loan. It would no. be traced back and, and go back to the original. That's where the title company and what. Uh, we have is is the title insurance who that's what we do so therefore it comes to us it's on us and okay. then we exercise what we have to do you know what plan of action we have to take so yeah okay so first and foremost it would fall on you guys yes so we're, we're so the ones tasked with the responsibility to make sure that that gets paid we, we and, we and is that part of services to make that happen 
So we have to honor that, of course. So, and, and when you say those services paid, that's the title insurance we're talking about, right? Right. So when they're paying for title insurance, that exact same scenario, they're, they're, you're, you're protecting in case something comes out in the future that wasn't there at that point. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then let's say X amount of years later it comes out, you guys take care of it because they've already paid for that title insurance. So right. it's part of what they're getting. So they're getting future protections as well in case anything comes up. That's why the examiners are really, really important to us. A good examiner. That's right. Yeah. A good examiner <laughs> means the world to us. And we have it. What so we do. So what does the examiner do? Does the actual search? They do the search, the and they okay, yep. gotcha. So they have to go back forty-two years yep. on the property. Forty-two, 42 years. Forty-two years, and see any liens. Make sure that they are all disposed of properly, which means you know paid in full and taken care of, and so that way that the new buyer coming in mm-hmm. isn't left with somebody else's. Yeah. Because they expire after that point, so there's gotcha. no sense in going back further than that but it is a lot of research that's a lot of 42 years and those examiners are self-employed too they are contracted out to title companies because they have their own eno insurance because if they miss and we it's their responsibility (laughs) okay gotcha see what i'm saying yeah yeah and then okay so let's see that's good good questions you're asking by the way yeah so much people don't (laughs) it's just like we're just gonna go sign the papers and be done well (laughs) it's like the terms and conditions most people are like where do i sign just like get this out of here and and keep going but they don't realize the work that's going into it and the protection that they are signing for themselves right so and and like you said earlier so you get the commitment to realize hey you know there may be these liens what are we doing with it but they didn't sit down and actually go through what that says that's exactly Um, right and that's why it's crucial to kind of go through that find out what you're dealing with because if not, you don't find out until right before the closing, and then you can't make a closing happen exactly. because you have to take care of that, and it hasn't been talked That's about, right. and it ends up becoming a bigger deal because it That's wasn't right. looked at when it was a small deal. That's so. exactly right, and I do oh. kind of have a horror story that fits in well right what, now. What? I want to know. I want to know. All right. So a buddy of mine wanted to buy a house. His name's Jerry. So Jerry calls me up, and he's like, hey, I want to buy this house. I'm going to use it as investment property. Um, but I know the guy selling it and he says there's nothing on the title that he, he doesn't have a loan on it. He doesn't have a lien on it. So I don't want to buy that title insurance stuff. And I was like, Jerry, I would never buy a house without title insurance. Here's the reasons why blah, blah, blah. I go into my whole spiel of why it's so important. He's like, no, I mean, if you think I should, I will, but I just don't know. I mean, I know the guy, I've known him 20 years. (laughs) He wouldn't lead me wrong. I'm like, okay. So we do our title search. There was a $30,000 mortgage from Fifth Third Mortgage, Oof. Fifth Third Bank, rather, on the property. So I called Jerry up, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> that buddy of yours mm-hmm. that said it was free and clear, I, he's got a mortgage on it. Now, his buddy wasn't trying to defraud him. Mm-hmm. He thought it was on his primary residence. He didn't know it was on his investment property oh. also. So he wasn't really trying to mislead him, but that would have been Jerry's $30,000 mortgage. hmm if he just said, hey, let's just do a quick claim deed. I just want to buy this property, not do a standard closing, not do title insurance. He's just going to quick claim it to me. How much will you charge for the deed? Oh, my That's goodness. That's what would have happened. Congratulations. You just bought the house for 30000 more than <laughs> you should have. <laughs> right? How, how much, what are normal um, closing title fees on a property? And I know it's going to vary depending on the price. So just to use rounder yeah. numbers, Let's say a hundred or two hundred thousand dollar house, okay. somewhere in that range. 
and obviously this is an estimate. Like we, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, not giving no any kind of exact you're, you're numbers. Hold me to yeah, this. yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> we're j- just an estimate of, about what an average would be for the closing cost, or excuse yeah. me, not the closing cost for the title company fees that would be involved there. Yeah, I'm gonna do basic with a hundred thousand dollar purchase. Okay. Um, so title insurance is based on the sales price of the property. Mm-hmm. So on that size property, title insurance was $5 and 75 cents per thousand. So it'd be $575 for okay. the title insurance. So title insurance is like a one-time paid fee. Mm-hmm. It's not like your homeowners where you're paying it, you know, annually or monthly. You're paying that one time and it protects you from the entire time that you own the property. Um, and even afterwards, <laughs> it still yeah. protects you after you sold it, if anything were to come up. Um, so that's the 575. Um, then there's a closing fee and an exam fee. Um, so that the closing fee is, uh, the person that sits there and explains all the closing documents to you at closing. Um, and then the examination fee is what we pay our examiner to examine the title. So those three things are the main. So on a hundred thousand dollar, um, amount, uh, purchase amount, um, it, you're looking at about a thousand dollars. Okay. So then it goes up from there. If you're buying a two hundred thousand dollar house, of course, then, yeah, you know, it, it's higher S- than. So a thousand dollar, I'll I will call it an investment, um, can save you from potentially thirty thousand dollars in the hole of not knowing what exactly. was on that house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and this yeah. is a one-time fee. Mm-hmm. You pay it at the closing, and you are now protected for the life of you owning that home. Absolutely. And even after. So once you sell the house, if something comes up, you paid that title insurance, you're good. So you guys cover that. And that would fall again on you guys because they paid for the title insurance. Because they paid for the title insurance. That's right. Automatically, it kind of alleviates them from having to worry or do any of the work, basically. Like they have a whole team working right. for them, them to yeah. take care of anything that would come up with that house. Right. Exactly and right. things come okay. up all the time. So, you know, people say, well, I'm not going to pay this. That's a waste of money. Things really do come up all the time. We deal with it every day yeah. in our every office, day. <laughs> every day. So I, I have um, not, uh, not a client of mine, but a friend of my clients c- kept asking me about a house that he wanted to purchase and they wanted to do um, a quick claim deed mm-hmm. with it. And I, advised him against it i told him all the reasonings why Mm -hmm. and um he's like no but it's okay like i i trust this person it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't know about that like i you just don't know because maybe they don't even know and then that's the thing like this guy that didn't realize that that lien was even on his home yeah like they it's so it's not even that it's intentional they can have the best intentions in the world but if they're unaware that there's something else on there like that that's gonna fall on you Right. And just looking at it, and you can look at the county websites and see what the taxes are on the house and everything. Right. Yep. And and so the house owed six thousand in taxes, and I was like, just immediately, I'm like, there's an issue. Yeah, d- like, yeah, there's l- an issue. Yeah, yeah like something. <laughs> They're not paying their bills. The what else are they not the paying? Stu- that's the start of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, and typically that's and, an eye opener. And 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 that's what I told him. Like, look, just like this is just this is just me. I don't do this for a living. Like, this is not my job. But six thousand that they owe in taxes. I don't know what else could be going on with that property. Like you should 100% go to a title company because worst case scenario, if something pops up later, like we said, the title insurance is going to cover you. And even let's say if it was 5,000, you're paying 1,000 for a hundred thousand dollars. I'm just keeping it in that range and you're protecting, even if it was 5,000, that 1,000 is going to save you from 5,000. Like it's, it's, 
even for people it's who don't think five thousand, it's not that much. It's five thousand a lot of money, first of all. Yeah. yeah. And 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 second of all, if a thousand dollars is saving you from five thousand ahead, like that's a big savings. That's a good investment to make. It and Valdi, one of the other things that if you if they were just to do that, here's mm-hmm. here's state taxes. So a lot of people aren't intentionally trying to defraud anybody. And they may not have paid, you know, maybe they have some state taxes they owe. And they just think, well, I owe, I don't need to talk, get into it with him about that. Mm-hmm. That's my own personal. I owe taxes to the state. I owe back taxes for 10 years. Well, little do they know that they probably do know, I should say, that that's accumulating because there's penalties and all that. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that that's leaned on the property. So right. when we do a title search, and if you were just to go ahead and take a quick claim deed and find out there's, $25,000 in state taxes, that goes to the property. It still goes to the client that owes them, but it attaches to that property. There's another That's example. Right. And a lot of people gotcha. just don't realize, oh, I didn't realize my state tax debt is going on in my property. Yeah, and gotcha. they might they not know yeah. realize that. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So someone can say, hey, I have no liens, and they don't realize they do. Yeah. Gotcha. It's okay. not like an intentional thing, but it happens. Yeah, sure. and, and uh, yeah, that's not the thing. It's, it's not even about, and that's why I feel bad when people are like, this is my friend. Yeah. They're not going to yes. screw me over. I 100% I believe you. That's not, sure. th- that's not what I'm worried about. That's right. I'm worried right. that your friend doesn't even know. That your like, friend doesn't know. Yeah what, yeah. what research did your friend do to pull up if the right. title is clean? Right. You <laughs> know? That's right. And so I, how do you even do that? Because I don't. You guys have yeah, an examiner, right? the average person doesn't that, know how to yeah. look up public records for that. Yeah. And yeah. go back that many years. Right. Yeah. And even like, with how good our Lucas County is with Aries, not all things will show on that website. No. No, 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 no. So, like, and that's not, we're not dedicated to doing that. So, we don't know how to actually research. I'm saying me there, as a person. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how to look back 42 years right. and research. I, I don't even I don't even know what I'm looking for. I just know how to look for the taxes. Like that's it. Right. That's that's all I got. I got nothing else. So like, I, I would have no idea how to research any of that. Uh, yeah. Much so the average person. Right. So you selling your house, they don't know how to do that. You don't know how to do right. that. Right. Pay somebody the money to do that, that research that for on you. A daily basis and and knows worst what case, for. the the very worst case scenario, they find something. Right. But the, actually, uh, e- either scenario is actually good. So they find something. You know something's going on, and you don't invest into a property where you would owe more than what you're thinking on the property um, or B there's nothing wrong with the property and then you have peace of mind and you have the insurance to move forward and know that you won't have any problems in the future that's right so yes. either way you're coming out winning in that scenario that's right um so it's uh, okay so that's a big advocate for um big advocate <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and, and remember it's a one time so yeah. you know you pay auto insurance reoccurring monthly yeah i pay every six months it, in hopes, no. <laughs> in it's hopes, cheaper. In hopes That's of, right. I mean, but you know what I mean. It's ongoing. In hopes yeah. of never using it. Yeah. I mean, you right. really don't want to use it. You don't. Yeah. Uh, here, it's a one time. It's done and over with, and you know you're good going into that property. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You know. Gotcha. I'm gonna buy us all buttons that say "I love title insurance." We're gonna yeah. wear them around the office, <laughs> like flow. And it'll, I'm progressive. It'll <laughs> I love insurance. Um. Okay. So, so there's so there's the title commitment. What, what are the steps once, uh, let's say I get a house under contract, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to send you guys the information on that house. Right. You're going to send, gonna send us you- a purchase agreement. As soon as we have that purchase agreement, we can do our title search. Okay. Um, title search takes one to two days, then we can get you the title commitment. Okay. Um, which shows you any of the liens that we may have found on it. Also, huge thing I want to talk about today, 
is um, deceased owners mm. on the property. Because lately, it seems like we have a lot of deceased owners on the property. So you as the realtor, when you're going to meet with, let's say you're, you're meeting with Dorothy, and Dorothy's husband passed away. William is no longer with us. That should be a red flag immediately. I need to call my title company and find out how do we dispose of William's interest in this property. Because nine times out of ten, probate hasn't been started and that is going to be a huge delay. So if you're writing your purchase contract for 30 days, forget about it. Okay. It's not happening in 30 days gotcha. with William deceased still in title. Okay. So that's a huge one. I swear I've got three files on my desk right now mm-hmm. where the realtor's like, hey, I got to close this. We're scheduled to close. And I'm like, oh, what are we doing about the dead person on title? And there's been no probate started, so then we're referring it to our attorney friends to get this done. But there's no quick version of probate. When you're meeting with judges and attorneys, they're not moving quick. There's no fast version there's of no, that. S- there's it, no fast pass. No, not, not, not at all. And, and not to. <laughs> I would pay for that. Not I to, would too. Not to jump all over the side of wills. I mean, not, we're not here representing that. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons that it's important. If you are a homeowner, for example, is is to you know. Replace a get a will or some sort of a, a, a life. What's it? Uh, the certificate that can be filed. So because th- if it gets into the probate, like she said, there are other ways. If it's protected, if you've done your due diligence, mm-hmm. like I said, the will. Uh, yeah, and that, but again, or a trust. Right. A trust would be a, fa- a faster mm-hmm. version of that. I think and you can skip. And probate, f- yeah, it's not legal advice. I don't know anything, but exactly. um, right. yeah, not, <laughs> so, he is yeah. not giving legal no, advice. No, and, and no, <laughs> no way. Neither form. am I, or but or yeah, but, yeah, but if you if you if you talk to but your I'm attorney, uh, you can ask him about right. that. But I, I believe a trust would be um, immediate possession for the yep. next person, and you don't have to yep. go through the whole probate um, yep. court. Or These anything are just like that. suggestions as being a homeowner, since that's what we do for a living. But right, so. Another so way is if they were if they took title on a survivorship deed, mm-hmm. which means the surviving spouse has the right to sell the property and, and avoids probate. But uh, honestly, a lot of times when we're looking up these deeds, they didn't take title on a survivorship deed. Mm. They might have a general warranty mm-hmm. deed or a quick claim deed. That does not extinguish the deceased person on title's interest to the property. What are these different deeds? What, I so know, there's so many so different kinds of deeds. So I, I so general Where warranty are my notes? deeds. Dang yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> what we generally see is the general warranty deed. Right. That's what we want to see. Now that's fine if you're taking title as a single person. Mm-hmm. But if you are married or just taking title with your girlfriend or boyfriend, not a smart idea. No. Because there's multiple people that have interest in that home. And what happens if somebody passes away? You know, you're you're now stuck with going through probate and that means money and that means time and that's time you know, is and the all most could have been avoided one, yeah. if you knew the differences between deeds and asked for a survivorship deed okay. now at liberty title we immediately put people that are taking title together on a survivorship they don't even have to ask Correct. done that's happening Correct. okay that's no, for pe- their best interest right and who who, who does this apply to i'm sorry I, I missed that part Anytime you're buying a property with someone else. With someone else. So if there's two people. people. Like let's say you and your buddy want to buy investment properties. Uh You take title with your buddy. Unfortunately, your buddy passes away. What what happens? Now you own the house with somebody that's no longer with us. And we have to expose of that interest. You know, so if you. So that's where a survivorship deed would mean that the full ownership. Yes. Of the of the, the house would go to the me. The surviving person yes. 
change the property. Okay. Right. And what's what's um so what's does that cover the same as a general warranty deed? So like it does it aside from the survivorship where it would transfer to the surviving person, does it also cover everything else that a general it warranty? Everything that a general warranty deed would and more because gotcha. if you're entitled um, with a spouse, significant other, friend, um, and they pass away on a general warranty deed, mm-hmm. probate has to be opened. Okay. So that's, like I said, money to the state, money to attorneys. So you guys are at least quick to catch it when it comes in and there's multiple people that you guys um, automatically are going to jump to a survival. Uh, what's it called? Sur- survivorship deed. Survivorship yep. deed. Yeah. Um, and general warranty. Are those the two most common ones those that you guys Those are the two most common. See? Now, there's a quick claim deed that warrants nothing about the property. That's It's spelled quit, but it might as Q-U-I-T, but it might as well be quick because yeah. it's no. just the quickest, easiest, cheapest deed to get. But it gives you nothing as far as any kind of warranties on the property, nothing. Nothing at all. So what? So if, if you sign a quick claim deed, it basically just says this person is now responsible for the house? For every, uh, and everything, everything that comes with this And house. everything that comes with that it. That other individual <laughs> signed off complete okay. any ownership or interest in the property. Right. Okay. So you can, if you owe a bunch of money on the house and you know it, you probably don't want to go through a title company to avoid it. Right. Are there people who do quick? Have you guys ever I'm ran sure into any a scenarios? Lot of investors will only offer when they're selling yeah. a quick claim deed. They'll say, well, "We'll sell you this, but it's on a quick claim deed." Yeah. So that's a red flag. That's automatically you know something is going on with that property. Or they just they don't want to warrant. You know they don't want to have any. Skin of the game, if you will. Gotcha. And then the problem with that becomes that everything is now your responsibility. And so yes. then you, uh, the only you way that you would be able deal. to. Yeah. And yeah. you better have a title company making sure that there's. Yeah. You know, if no, you ever no try to sell it in the future, you're going to run into problems. Yes. You won't be able to sell it without. Losing up. money. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is that's Correct. owed on the house. Correct. Okay. Um, okay, we veered off, so let me go back. Sorry. Uh, sorry, no, that's okay. Um, okay, so I turn in paperwork to you. You guys do the title commitment. That's the mm-hmm. first thing you guys do. We, you want to try and resolve any liens that might be on the property, right? right? right. Um, after that, what's the what's the next step that goes on on your end? So the next step after that, really, we're kind of just waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a lender on the clear to close, okay. Um, if it's a cash deal, then we're just waiting. For them to say, hey, we're ready to close on this. Okay. Um, then the last piece of what we do is we explain the closing docs at, at closing. Um, so we're the ones that show up with our notary stamp and say, sign here, sign here, initial okay. here, <laughs> and notarize it all. Um, and then we're in charge of dispersing the funds. So if there's a bank involved, a lender involved, the lender will wire us all the money for the house. And then we're in charge of paying off, you know, if there's liens on the property, which... The typical lien is the mortgage company, you know, that mm-hmm. the seller's got a, a mortgage on the home. Then we're making sure that whoever that mortgage company is paid off through the proceeds of the sale. We're making sure that the realtors get their commissions. Um, we're making sure that um, the homeowner's insurance payment gets paid. Um, so really, we're in charge of dispersing all the funds. Okay. Um, and then uh, we record all the documents with the county afterwards. So this after you leave that closing table, our work as a title company is not done. Yep. Um, we have to record the deed, the mortgage, um, make sure that those are all of public record that, you know, now Mr. Smith owns the home. Okay. 
All right. So, you, yeah, you guys still have more work to do. Absolutely. L- l- even before we get to, to, to that point, at the closing table, there are like 500 million thousand papers <laughs> that are right. at every close. Or at least 80. Th- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like a rough estimate. Like just a rough estimate. <laughs> like uh, there's at least two trees. Um, <laughs> exactly so, but there, there's a lot of papers. And, um, you know, my clients come to this closing table. They, Most of them. Well, not most of them, but some of them have never done a closing before. Sure. Um, and so they see this big stack of documents. They get They're nervous. immediately like, what why? Why? You guys sit and tell them what each... T- how do you guys know? There's, like I said, there's so many we documents. We see these documents in our sleep. Yeah. yeah. This is how much They're we look at these documents. I can seriously not even... Re- besides the settlement statement, yeah. I mm-hmm. have to look at that one, but... I can slap down a mortgage, a note, and yeah. d- verbatim just say what it says. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! But it's, yeah. you know, it's like anything else. You, something you do over and over and over again, and and sometimes we get a little surprised because some loan packages lenders will have different disclosures in there that it's meant just for their sake. And it's okay. Not like the common CYA. stuff. CYA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CYA stuff. Yeah, that's what we call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feel good stuff. I know what that not, means. Not not the yeah. needs, the wants, not yeah. the needs, yeah. but. Yeah. For the most part, though, it's general. Some loan packages, as you probably experience, are larger. There's more disclosures, and and that's really what the clo- loan packages are all about. It's the mo- the note, and the mortgage, and the closing disclosure, which is where your money's being spent. Three most important items. Okay. Right. The rest are just things that each lender wants. You know, the signing right. the loan application. I call those the fluff documents, yep. and that's okay. the easy part of yeah. the closing. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sign here. Sign here. Sign here. And the, the, it also so the, the the thickness of the stack of papers changes also depending on the type of if they're doing a loan the different type of because I notice when it's when it's cash there's not as much For, uh, there's right. not as many there's documents. Like five there's documents. no yeah. loans. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, you're right, and you're right. Cash. Uh, VAs are happen to be a little bit larger than most because the VA has a lot of disclosures, federally mm-hmm. insured loans. Right. So They've got about ten of their own papers that they want signed for the VA. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yeah, cash. I see a, a little stack because you don't have to go through all the no loan papers. The loan papers. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you guys um, will then tell you know my client everything they're signing and kind of mm-hmm. go through the. It, these things with them, uh, get down to the final numbers to clarify. Then if there's a lender involved, you guys like have a, uh, like a double check system where you guys have the lenders like net sheet and net numbers. And then you guys have your own version very right. different, but the numbers are always the same. The settlement uh, statement yes. versus yeah. the closing disclosure. There we go. Right. Yeah. Um, so you guys go through all this, kind of describe this to the client, have them sign everything. And the client's happy. We're done. They they closed. Right. We're good. House is mine. Keys, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but you guys still have work to do. We do. Because yeah. all the numbers that are on that paper then have to go they get sent. To the appropriate right. places. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are holding these funds and then, well, you guys are, yeah, holding these funds and then sending them to the appropriate places That's right. after right. the closing is completed. That's right. Um, so you guys have to keep track of that. And then you guys also have to record Everything with the county in order to make it like official with the county. Is that, am I right there? That's exactly right. Okay. So that when you go on Aries, you see, okay, yeah, the person that we just closed is entitled. Okay. (laughs) How long does that general, so after a closing, how long does it take for those things to get recorded? What's a typical? 
I hate COVID-19, but the best thing that came out of COVID-19 was that we no longer have to physically go to these recorders' offices anymore. We used to physically have to go and stand Mm. and wait in the line to record our documents every day. And now we can electronically do them, which we should have been able to do a decade ago, Mm -hmm. but we've arrived, so... I'm, right. I'm yeah. just thankful for where that we've arrived. Yeah, I, I it's So it's it's pretty instantaneous. Okay. I mean, within a day, two days, it's on our end, it's been sent it's to been the county. It's been okay. Now on the county's end. Right. That's the I thing. was just going to ask because I don't want to mislead people here if they start <laughs> looking and say, "Well, yeah. this should be on there." We're not I mean, we're not in charge of that part. Our job is to get it there and they acknowledge it and let us know that. So we've done our part. Okay. Right. That doesn't mean it's going to show up there at the courthouse because that's right, totally now, now yeah. you've their got time frame, not ours. Their yeah. time frame yeah. to deal with. So, I mean, I would say a good thing to tell your clients is if you don't see it in two weeks, then give me a call. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not too worried about that part. I was just wondering how long yeah, it took you guys. And it's nice. Good question, though. The, 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 the COVID-19 affected all of us drastically. But one thing that I, I – uh, a benefit that has come out of the situation, I'll say, is the emphasis on technology and yes. being able to utilize yeah, it. Right. Like, it, it's so helpful. And, and just things like that. I don't see what the point is of go, taking the time to drive to the office – is that one also on the seventh floor? Um, right. go, go in there, waiting in line, right. physically handing somebody a paper that they will probably scan in somewhere anyways. Absolutely. So why would in. it not just, why don't you just send it to them? Just so, skip that whole process. Um, yeah, it's a very beneficial to be able to do that. So that same day after the closing right. table. So most of the times after the closing table, you guys can disperse the funds. Well, it, obviously, it'll be on the bank and, and whatnot to disperse the funds um, and send the papers for to get recorded. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you guys are complete, right? Um, or is then that we're complete on our end for okay. that unless anything comes up afterwards. Okay. Like with, you know, a lien or something like that. And then we're back in that file trying to figure out, you know, was it missed? Is it our responsibility? Is it, the, you know, the seller's responsibility? But, yeah, typically after recording... We are done with that file. Okay. All right. Not 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 bad at all. So that yeah. that that would take care of that. But then title insurance is like that's that's whenever that would whenever that right. situation arises, you guys would have to reattend that that whole file and get back into it. Yeah. But aside from that, you guys would be complete. The the buyer would have the house recorded in their name. They'd right. be complete. Seller would have it out of their name, and they would They're have their complete. funds. Yep. And so everybody's pretty much done with the transaction with future protections in place as well. Correct. Correct. That's Beautiful. exactly yeah. right. Beautiful. Okay. See, it sounds so easy. Yeah. You describe it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, there's but, more to my job than just taking agents out for... For like <laughs> oh, we do sometimes yeah. make him work. Yeah, yeah. No, so there's a lot that goes into it, but yeah. most people have zero clue what you guys do. Like absolute like zero clue what you guys doesn't do. Doesn't even realize. Yeah. You know, what what does a title company do? Yeah. What are they? Why am I here? Uh, and that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> while we're talking about this. Um, my next biggest thing is remote online notarizations. I, I can't wait until more lenders get on board with this because, like you mentioned with the recordings, why do we have to go up to the seventh floor record something that's going to get electronically stored away anyways? Why do we still have to meet in a title company's closing room and go over those 80 documents? You guys are all using dot loop. Mm-hmm. You're sending it all for electronic signatures one day and one day soon. I hope that all the lenders you know, feel comfortable enough to allow 
these remote online notarizations. What's stopping that from happening? Well, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not a bank, and I would be concerned too. Um, you know, you're you're lending two hundred thousand dollars, yeah. you know, of money, and you want to make sure that that there's no fraud behind right. that. Gotcha. And so I get that. So I'm I'm not you know at all. I'm just saying, wow, it would be so nice if we didn't have that huge stack of papers. You know, it, I've sat through all these classes for the the Ron. No, they're mm-hmm. called Ron notaries, remote online notarization, um, and I have my license now to be able to do them. And, um, you know, so I'm all excited. And I, I asked the guy on the webinar and I was like, can you give me like your list of approved lenders? And there were like three. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, yeah. OK, well, I'll be ready when the banks yep. are. Yep. <laughs> is that is that just in the state of Ohio? Um, yeah. Well, oh. Ohio and Michigan uh, is where I'm licensed. So those okay. are the two states that I was, you know, checking to see what lenders yeah. that we use, you know, that use us rather that, you know. Yeah. And there were like three. OK. <laughs> yeah. And there's no reason to. OK. So uh, while we're on that subject. So what. So the purpose of that, you'd have to have a notary in person and you have to have that stack of papers and it has to be physically signed. Well, so it's all uploaded into a computer. And um, so let's say you're buying a house uh-huh. and I'm your notary. Okay. You would be on like a web camera on your laptop. I'd mm-hmm. be on a web camera on my laptop. Let's say we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. You have to hold up your ID. Mm-hmm. It takes a picture of your ID front and back. Um, so that's how I prove that you are who you say you are. Besides that, then there's five populated questions that come up. Have you ever lived at these five addresses? Oh, okay. You have to pick, you know. It's kind of like the credit thing. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. have you ever owned this car, that car that you pick? Mm-hmm. You know, so there's five questions that supposedly only you would know. Verify authenticity Verif- of who you are. Yes. Okay. Correct. Once we've gotten through all of that, um, then it's literally like how you do on dot loop, like you adopt the signature. Mm-hmm. And then the electronic signatures pops up. We're going through all 80 pages. Yeah. But you're at your laptop, at your home, wherever. I'm on my laptop, at my home, wherever. And I'm notarizing what you're viewing. That sounds so much more convenient than having to go to location and and take care of it. Yeah. Um, So... That That's our future. It it is in (laughs) place. It's just the... It's not widely accepted. Is that kind of where we're okay? One hundred percent spot on. It's not widely accepted. Um, Banks are a little worried that that will open up more fraud, which Mm -hmm. I completely understand. Everything is open to technology. Is always a double-edged sword. Correct. And that's I absolutely love technology, and I hear a lot of people who absolutely hate technology, and it's 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 really the person who's it's. A, a different conversation, but we'll talk right. about guns and right. do guns kill people? Is it the people? Is it that? Right. I, I, on our I, next so, podcast. Yeah, on the next. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into that, but I'm just saying technology is in that same format where it's like, is technology good? Is it bad? It's it's who is using the technology and for right. what purposes and yeah. for the best right. things that we find technology. There's always people that find the worst way to use it. That's like, right. sure. and, and that's gonna happen. But for com- convenience purposes, like I just there. There's always better ways to make things as secure as possible. Yep. Even those questions that have to be asked. Did you own this kind of car? Did you live at this address? And they ask a couple more questions on there. I just had to do that right. not too long ago. And I was like, I don't remember. But like, right. oh, and then I see my, ad- <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yep. That yep. verifies who I am. Okay, great. That's checking for that. It's putting a system of checks and balances so that it knows that it's you. Yep. Um, there's no reason that it can't be um, 
implemented for for other things as well especially right. moving forward especially right now where we're in an age where a lot of people do not want to go to any public places right. they don't right. they're they trying don't to avoid it as much as possible um a completely understandable some other people just want to get out in public and are dying for an excuse to get out don't get right, me wrong right. um so there's a little bit of everything but it would nice it'd be nice to have that option to be Super able to take nice. care of it that and way where it really comes in handy is I, I don't know how many closings you've had like this but let's say um the seller they own the property in Ohio, but mm. they live in Florida or California or right. wherever. Yeah, it would make that way so easier. Much easier. Currently, we have to, you know, reach out to notaries in those states through mm -hmm. our, you know, affiliates. Right. Where in this case, we'd still be one on one with these folks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Just and it would be able for you to take care of <laughs> yeah. that person sure. instead of have, I have to have this stranger. Which I mean, it's okay. Like they're they're they're. Right. Uh, that's what but they you do. Never is know they what go. You're gonna get. I mean, just yeah. because they have their notary doesn't yeah. mean that's right. That yeah, it would be nice for you and the service that you're providing to finish it through, though. Right. And, and instead of having to send somebody to go complete it, also, depending on how that person performs, that impression is still going to go back to you. Absolutely. Even if they it's don't a leave exactly. a good that's impression. Exactly. Always used, you know, a good, well-known notary, mm. someone that has good reviews. Um, we've got a website that we can go to and see, but you never know. Like we had one last month mm. where the guy showed up and he was rude and that's yep. a reflection yeah. on us. Yep. And, but we didn't know this guy from Adam. Yeah. You know, so it's just one of the inequities. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it happens. And again, well, I'm sure that we'll progress to a point where we can get that accepted a little bit more and used I a little bit wait. more. Yeah. Yes. It's the same <laughs> with it. There's some things that happen that tend to speed some of these processes up. Right. Um, but at least you could leave the final impression on them instead of having right. a stranger right. leave that final impression. That's exactly right. That, um, that will be wonderful. Oh. Um, how many locations do you guys have, uh, phys physical locations? Physical locations, we have um, our Toledo office, mm -hmm. which is off of Sylvania and Talmadge, right by the mall. Okay. Um, and then we have one in Maumee, um, off of Dussel in Indian Wood Circle. Okay. Um, and then we have a Columbus office um, in the Dublin area. Okay. All right. And so if, um, let's say somebody had uh, a scenario where they worked the nine to five um, and they were unable to go to one of these offices, these same closings with mm -hmm. these stacks of paper can be done <laughs> uh, elsewhere right. then? At you their home, at their yeah. place of business. I mean, I like to tell this story because it's funny. <laughs> I did a closing for a, a truck driver, semi-truck driver, and he was driving cross country. And when he made it through Ohio, he was at one of those Ohio, you know, turnpike on two, the turnpike. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I met him literally. There was, you know, there's always like a Panera and stuff. Yeah. Like a little, oh, yeah. So we met inside the. Nice. No, made stop. it happen. Made it happen. Made it happen. Love Closed it. Him. Love <laughs> it. In, in, in my career through either in the mortgage side or working here at Libby for Amy um, somebody just asked me the other day and said what are all different places you've been to and I had to think about it a little bit but there's not been too many I haven't from funeral homes to unfortunately hospice right um, to rehab centers to employ employ anybody's employer many, yeah. many times yeah, I've seen the inside of a lot of places. I mean, yeah. it's just <laughs> a lot so, of businesses. So, some's uncomfortable, you know, hospitals, of course, and of nursing course, homes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's been not too many places you can't. I can't say that I haven't been to. It's but how right. incredible I, I, is that? I, honestly, a prison. Yeah. Jail. I mean, 
Oh, we did uh, have one in Stryker. So the lady, yeah. oh, yeah? lady was what? refinancing her property, and her husband was in prison. And you that needed that signature. That doesn't extinguish his dower just yeah. because he's locked oh. up. Oh, my no. goodness. So how com- how convenient is that, that you guys can go to these locations and make it happen outside right. of just sitting in the office and expecting somebody to come in? Imagine if we could do those in. Ron closings, and we yeah. could just do them yeah. from our yeah. laptops. That would be awesome. <laughs> would but be yeah, so nice. when your motto is any place, any time, you got to do make it. it happen. We, we have to back it. So we've... We've done closings, uh, all of us, including her as uh, the president of the company, I will say. I say that purposely because that doesn't always happen. But closing, you know, I had one not too long ago in Finley at 8 o'clock on a Friday night. It's yeah. not anything that I'm all excited to do, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's part of what we do. But it's but a big deal for no. the other end. Yeah. So, so, right. so uh, you know, for you guys, it's nice you've been in, uh, let's say, a hospital. The person is in no condition to want to leave Correct. and to go sign, to go to an office, to sign, just to drive back and go back into the, yep. right. You guys being able to go to those locations, it's a really big deal. Um, and it, and it helps them out tremendously so that they don't have to go out of their way to do these things. We, right. we kind of like um, to think that. So. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you know, super it's, helpful. It's a, we just a, had one where Amy uh, Verhouse went to yep. a hospital and closed up and, you know, she was very thankful. Yeah. That's super convenient. She was in a 100%. car accident, poor girl. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh she, I mean, she's fine now, but good, she good, was, good. you know, in the middle of selling her home. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we made it happen. And Nice. Yeah. Smooth closing. Yeah. It's, it's uh, like I said, instead of having to drive, I'm a big advocate for technology in any way that it can be used to sure, kind of help people for convenience purposes. Right. Um, so, yeah, any way that can be pushed any further would, would be better. But when that's right. not an option, you guys being able to drive and go to the location is a big deal. Yeah. So that, that that's that's yeah. nice that you guys do that. Yeah. Um, and so I, th- I think we've hit on all the points of a, 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 of a title company <laughs> and what it is you guys do. Good is there, questions, by the way. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. Anything else that you want to tell anybody or you want to let people know um, before we get out of here? Like any anything specific? We look at each other. I'm like, do you? Mm. You've covered a lot. So I tried to. I, I think that I you've know. done a good job. Because no. I, I, I think a lot of the other things know that, you know, we're out and about and uh, we, customer service is everything to us. And that's why she has the motto when she said she started the company of, of, of creating places, any place, any time. And that's, um, I think that's one of the biggest things we push. Good. And, and Absolutely. Uh, uh, other than that, we're just good old folk that like to have fun and do our job. Love oh, it. That's right. Love Work it. I've had some hard. very fun closings with you. But <laughs> yes. Some very fun well, closings. We, we yeah. do. We try. And, and Doug, myself, and Amy Verhulst, we like to do our own closings for yeah. our own clients. Uh, we feel that's important for you know to be in not only be in front of our clients, but to provide a good closing experience. So And stay connected with our agents through right. the process. Or I, I don't want to leave out our lenders. We have loan originators we work with who, who refer, you know, refinancing. Uh, they're important to our life, too. So I don't just want to specifically, you know, just say yeah. agents. Everyone in general that that uh, refers business to us is important yeah. to us, mm-hmm. but yeah. So we like to stay in touch. So that's one of the reasons myself and he said she, she said she does them as as yeah. uh, as a principal mm-hmm. owner and um, to stay connected with everyone through the whole process. We think it's important. I've done I've done some closings that were uh, and not with you guys with with with. I'm not gonna yes, say who right, that okay. were that were very boring and very <laughs> like sad and like yeah, and like, and, and it's good, such a, a yeah, good time. it's the like, best time be it's like yo you're closing on yeah. a house I'm like so excited and the right. mood is just like mm, right. sign here sign, sign, <laughs> sign here and I'm like ah oh. and I've done some closes where you were like I'm laughing the whole time yeah. and it's just a, a wonderful experience and well you want to do that and right. it's and at times it's not oh. like that because it may be someone who's selling a property that happens to be a 
a family member. The scenario you know, may change. So, so yeah. we right. gotta yeah. we gotta create that or roll with whatever's there, but still try to make it pleasant. Yes. But given the opportunity, it, we're, we're gonna you're gonna leave there having a good time. That's yep. right. My cheeks were hurt. Yeah, I had a, I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Good. that's what we like. Yeah. No, awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on and talking a little bit. I know there's a lot of people that just don't understand uh, exactly what you guys do. And I think we shed a little bit of light on on what you guys are able to provide them and the value that you guys provide for people. We appreciate that. And as I said before, not to repeat myself several times, but you really did a good job of summing it all up. Yeah, that's that's really good questions. That's right. None of us knew what we were going to do here. Yeah, we're winging it. There's no script here. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, where are my notes? (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.